Okay, today on the podcast, I am joined by Mr. Jason Brooks. He's an actor that you may know from the Friday the 13th Vengeance movies. Jason, how are you doing? Good. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you for joining us today. Oh, thanks for having me. No problem. So prior to the Vengeance movies and the Friday the 13th and all that kind of stuff, do you want to give us a bit of a background what you've done before then? Oh, sure. So... I started, uh, well, I've always made little tiny movies with friends and everything, but then started getting into more independent films in around 2003, 2004. And I was just doing some graphic design and some special effects and helping out with a few things and just did that for years, just being a part of it, then throwing, thrown in as extras and, and then I uh, got thrown in as a monster a couple of times because of my size. Yeah. Volunteered out of Haunted House as Jason Voorhees and because I, I love the character. So um, and then from that point, I heard about Vengeance and an audition. Yeah. Where did your sorry, where did your love from Friday the 13th come from? And do you remember the first time you seen it? I do. So it came for it wasn't love right away. Um, honestly, it was before I even knew about it. Um, you know, I was teased, you know, growing up with the name Jason. Sorry, Friday the 13th, all the kids, you know, oh, it's Jason, run away. And I, was, I don't I don't understand what's going on here, you know. Um, grew up in my house. We didn't watch horror movies at a young age. So, um, so I didn't know. And then probably when I was about 11, 12 years old, uh, I saw Friday the 13th in the library, rented the VHS and, and, and watched it. It was uh, part six was my first one. Um, and then we had, uh, and then I went back to part one and, and started watching, so. And I started having a new appreciation for the character. Yeah. And apart from Friday the 13th, what are your other favorite horror movies? Oh, my very first horror movie ever was uh, Halloween. Okay. Um, I remember being eight years old, family out. Uh, my, my parents were out with some other parents. Babysitter watching all of us kids and, and everyone went to bed. And I got to sneak up and watch Halloween with the babysitter. So um, there's that. And um, just I have appreciation for for a ton of horror movies it's it's great i love them okay if you were in trouble and you had to pick three of these characters in order to save you who would they be freddie oh. freddie krueger michael myers and chucky oh if i had to pick three of them yeah if you had to pick them in order of who you think could keep you safest uh let's see i'm gonna say freddie He's, he's really intelligent, calculated, and there's no escaping because you're going to go to sleep sometime and he's going to get you. Yeah. And then I'll go Michael um, and uh, and then Chucky. I just, Chucky's fun, but I don't feel too afraid of a, of a doll. He, he's too small, I think, compared to those other two guys. Yeah, I agree. Uh, your favorite Friday the 13th movie is part six. And yeah. your movies, the two Vengeance movies, are going to carry on from part six. What is it about part six for you? Is it kind of nostalgic because it's the first one you've seen? Or is it just legitimately your favorite for different yeah. reasons? Well, so the director, Jeremy Brown, who directed Vengeance and yeah. um, and helped write it, it was his favorite. Um, a lot of the cast and crew was their favorite. And it happened to be mine as well. Uh, what I loved about it was it had it injected humor. And, and some campiness into it. And I love that. I love the roller coaster of being able to laugh and being able to be scared and and uh, taking a ride rather than just having straight horror or straight darkness. Or, you know, it's good to have a, a laugh here and there. So that way we could bring you up to bring you down further. 
So, do you think horror these days is too comedy based, and you think there's not a fine balance between the two? Because if you look back at films, probably Friday the Thirteenth is a good example in the eighties and nineties of they struck that balance right between humor and scariness. Um, I don't think I've seen too many that have too much humor. I think I seen I see a lot where they're going darker and they're they're leaving the humor out. Um, there might be a, a joke or two from a character, but um, but they don't really take you on that on that roller coaster. I think that they're trying to be more serious and dark and edgy, and which is great. Um, it's great to put in there, but I do like the balance of having some some humor in there. Can you think of any films, horror films you've seen recently that have compared to ones from the eighties and nineties? Oh, let's see. Um, no, actually not recently. I can't think of any. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, everything I, I like I was saying, I, it's all broken. Yeah, I, I find myself kind of looking back over the more iconic slasher movies like Friday 13, Halloween, and stuff like that compared to, I think when movies like Saw and Hostel came out, they were just kind of, they were too based on gore rather than even storyline and stuff like that. That That was my opinion on it anyway. Yeah, shock value and and horror and gore and even the 2009 remake. Um, you know, there's a lot of people who like it, a lot of people who don't like it. I think it had a lot of really wonderful elements, but it was again, it was very, it was more dark and and straight horror scare rather than having some humorous moments and and lightheartedness. So, yeah, uh, it's kind of where it is these days. I'd love to know your opinion on Freddy versus Jason because. I actually quite enjoyed that movie. I know it's cheesy as fuck and everything, but like it was really enjoyable. And I'm actually kind of maybe one of those in the small minority that would like actually like a sequel of that movie. What did you think of it? I loved it. Honestly, if I'm being honest, it's uh, when I saw it, uh, I have another friend named Jason who had press release passes. And so we got to go see it before everyone else. And we, we got into the theater. They handed out masks. You could pick Jason or Freddie and uh get in the theater pick a side and so the energy in the, in the theater was really high and great and you know you're cheering for your for your hero your villain and uh it was just a really good time so my my take on it um you know incorporates that as well so i always whenever i watch it i think fondly back on that and, and i, I yeah. thought it was fun you know i thought it was a fun fun movie even though it's not exactly what everybody wanted it's not exactly what jason really is it's not you know just it took some liberties, but it's still fun. I think I think a movie like that was never going to please everyone. Oh no, no movie can, no matter what you do. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You even with Vengeance, you look at the reviews and you'll see this overwhelming amount of people like I love it so much, and it has that '80s feel. It's got the '80s vibe. This is amazing. And then you have some people say, "Oh, it's hot trash," you know. <laughs> so it's yeah. it's no matter what, and, and with the franchise, um, everyone has their favorite. Some people, their favorite is Jason X, and they will swear by it. And other people yeah. say that shouldn't have ever been made, you know. So it's just there's something for everyone in uh, in this. So it's that's what makes it great too. My favorite personal favorite is actually Jason Goes to Manhattan. Oh yeah, yeah. I just thought it was something different. I thought it was cool seeing him like uh, where they done the bits on the boat, and then him and just walking down around New York. I thought like it was cool to see him kind of outside his comfort zone, I suppose, in a way. Yeah. But I also I also like the element of keeping the original set but i thought like because there's been so many friday the 13th that they did need to mix them up as well and i thought it was really good oh no i thought it was a great idea yeah 
And in terms of vengeance, then, um, how did you become involved in that and where did the idea come from? Sure. So it actually started with a short film called Mythos. And okay. I heard about it and heard that they were looking to cast the film. And at the time, like I said, I was working at the Haunted House, volunteering down there. So when I heard about it, I contacted the director. He said, hey, my name is Jason. I live out in Seattle. Uh, I would love to audition for this. He came back and he's like, no, you know, appreciate it. But we've got like 88 people out here who are auditioning for Jason. Um, some local people, some people who are locally famous for it. Uh, so appreciate it, but no thanks. And it bummed me out a little bit. So I decided to throw my costume on, do a video and send it to him just so he can kind of see um, how I how I perform. And then he came back after I sent that and said, oh, oh okay, you know what? We're listening. Here's a script side. Go, go do this, act this out, and then talk to us. So I did. I had my son go out in the parking lot. We filmed the scene. I sent it over to him, and a couple of days later, he called me back and said, you know, you, you got the part. We had these people that auditioned. Um, he said that there was uh, people who you know, they could give direction to, like you should move this way or turn that way, and it wasn't quite right. Sometimes some people got it after direction, but he said, you're the first person to nail it in the movements and everything without any direction whatsoever. So, and then the, the size, you know, I had the right size and build and everything they wanted. So, um, so yeah, I got onto Mythos. And then when, uh, when that one, they did a crowdfunding campaign, um, it didn't quite hit the goal. So they decided to take some fan feedback and turn it into a feature film, um, extend it. Then they decided to bring in the Elias Voorhees, Jason's father, you know, his story yeah. and, um, and expanded the feature film. And that's where Vengeance was born. Do you think it helped you being able to play out that character, having been a massive fan of the film? And do you think, obviously, if there was 88 other people there, do you think that's the one advantage maybe you did have rather than guys just showing up to an audition? Um, I don't I don't think so, if I'm being honest, because yeah. I, know, I know some of them are, are really big fans. And, yeah. um, and there's a guy, you know, David Darbin, he's out in Idaho where they were originally filming this. He's an amazing um, Jason Voorhees and does a really good job. He works at a haunted house as well. Um, and he's he's got the right moves. He's got you know, the right look. Um, I just, I think I just happened to be the right height, you know? So yeah. I probably just got over there, um, got him on that one um, and got lucky just being tall. So, but he's, uh, he's also great. And there's a lot of other fans who knew about it and were trying to audition. So. I'm not sure if that was an advantage, but it, I think it certainly helped. Yeah. And I, I watched a recent interview with you and you said that you got advice for playing the role that don't try to copy anyone and do it your own way. Was yeah. that, what was that piece of advice? Do you stand to that advice? Absolutely. So when I, so Steve Dash, he played Jason in part two with the sack yeah. on his head. He, he was in our film as well as the sheriff. And when he went down to Florida to go film his scenes, he, he let us stay in his home. So we stayed with him for a few days. And and at the time, I'd done several interviews where I was talking, you know, people were asking, like, what's it like? What's the pressure like to play Jason? What do you do to prepare for the role? And I had watched about 36 hours worth of behind the scenes interviews with all the different Jason actors. So, and I'd watch all the movies because I wasn't just trying to mimic their moves. I wanted to get inside the actors' heads too. And so, that I'm not just copying them. I want to find out like, how are you thinking when you do this? And and so when I do a scene that hasn't been done, how would they do it? So I kind of want to get in their heads. Well, 
Steve knew that. And so he called me over on the couch one night. I said, hey, come here. <clears throat> I want to talk to you. I was like, oh, am I in trouble? And he's like, no. And he, he, you know, Steve has got this tough guy persona that he has. And he kind of dropped it for a moment, which was amazing. And he said, you know, just honestly here, I just want to tell you, I know that you've done all your research. You've studied all of us. Um, you've talked about it. You, you're talking about me and Kane and CJ and Ted White and, and everyone, you know, you're, you're really dedicated to, to learning and, and doing this. And he says, if I can give you one piece of advice, would you take it? And I was like, well, of course, you know, whatever, you know, you're Steve Dash. So he said, he said, just drop it, forget all that, forget everything you just learned. And he said, be your own Jason. Don't, don't do what I do. Don't do what CJ or Kane does. He says, "Do you think that? Um, do you think that Kane looked at CJ to do what he's doing? Do you think that CJ looked at me or Ted looked at anyone? You know, no, everyone did their own version of Jason, and that's what makes them special. They all have their own way, and that's why people like them. Everyone has their own favorite Jason for that reason that they did their own Jason. So he said, so just please do your own.' And, uh, and he says, "I promise it'll work out for you." Yeah. And so it seems to have. So yeah. it's great advice. And how, how long does it take you to get into the outfit and the makeup, we'll say, in an average set? Oh, about 20 minutes. It's not too bad. Yeah, because yeah. it looks pretty detailed, you know. I thought it would be longer. Yeah. Um, thanks to modern technology and silicone, you know, the, the head is just a full it's a full silicone um, headpiece and cowl and face. So it just slips right on and sticks right to my skin. So okay. it doesn't take a lot to, to put that on. Yeah. It's just kind of getting some black around the eyes and um, a little bit of makeup and then just getting all the pieces laid on the right way. And what was the general reception like to the to the first movie? Uh, just in general from the fans? Yeah. Oh, um, it was overwhelmingly positive. Um, people loved it. I mean, I get, I still, it came out a year and a half ago and I'm still getting mail and messages every single day of people who are discovering it, people who love it. And they just, it's just overwhelmingly positive. Um, I mean, you're always going to have people who don't want you to succeed and you're always going to have haters. And, uh, and I keep hearing, you know, when you have haters, you know, you made it, but, yeah, exactly. um, but there's so few and far between that the overwhelming positive response is just, it's been great. Um, I mean, so many people work so hard uh, on it. I mean, I get the, the blessing and pleasure of being kind of almost a spokesperson of it. And, and the main person that becomes the focus of the movie, but so many people from cast and crew worked worked their butts off and uh, and poured their heart and soul and money and time into this, and it really I think it paid off, and so a lot of people enjoyed it. Yeah, that's good. In terms of the second movie, then uh, where are you guys at at the moment? Within you obviously like, is it going to take after straight from the last movie? Yeah. Yeah. So we have we have a script. Um, we have a script. We're in the middle of our crowdfunding. We got 12 days left on that. So yeah. um, if you want to be a part, if you want to get your name in the credits, you want to have a perk, um, definitely get in there. There's 12 days left. Yeah, I'm going to do that. Yeah. Awesome. And then, um, but it does. It picks up right where the where Ben just left off. And so, he's going to hit the going to hit the goals. Do you reckon? Yeah, to get this thing on the road. It's looking that way. It's looking pretty good right now. Yeah. And you've got like some amazing cast lined up for us. Do you want to tell us about that? Yeah. 
So, you know, we have CJ Graham who played Jason in, in part six. He's back as Elias Voorhees, my father. So he's returning. His wife, Ruby, um, she was supposed to be in the first one, but the footage was not uh, usable uh, when we when we got it. So we brought her back. And so she's going to have a much better part. So I'm kind of glad that the footage was usable so that we can have her in a bigger, better part. We have um, Tamara Glenn. A lot of people know her from Halloween part five and Terrifier 2, Freddy's Nightmares, and a ton of other things. So she's going to be in it. Darcy DeMoss. Um, she was Nikki in part six. So yeah. we'll, we'll find out how she survived that RV attack. And um, and uh, we'll see her again. And I think that's going to be pretty special. We have um, Tom McLaughlin, writer, director, part six. He played the Gravekeeper in Vengeance 1, and he'll be back for Vengeance 2. And how big of a crew have you guys got? Um, it's not it's not that big, honestly. Um, yeah, the crew we have is is pretty amazing. Um, very efficient, very talented. Uh, Cody Newton, he's award winning, talented, talented director of photography, um, and just make sure that everything looks right, beautiful, uh, and the crew that he brings along with him is is just phenomenal. They they know each other they can finish each other's sentences they just complement each other so everything becomes very quick and efficient which is great when you're doing this kind of um quick quick turnaround filmmaking yeah it's it's an interesting project because it's really without sounding cliche by the fans for the fans you know yeah the way that the fans put money into it they want to see it and there's an appetite there do you think on the bigger scale of things that there'll be another remake you know from carrying on from the last big remake that was in the cinema? I think that they want there to be, you know, everybody wants yeah. a new one, a new official one. Um, and it's been since 2009, you know, but the lawsuit going time. on. Yeah. The lawsuits preventing that from happening. And, but I know a lot of people really want it. So I imagine that once this is over, they're going to try to get on that pretty quickly and, and um, possibly capitalize on, on the fans desire to, to see a new one. Yeah. They may, I hope so. Us, yeah, they, they may give us Freddy versus Jason too. I'll be queuing up for that one. Yeah, they might. Yeah, you'd never know. Um, in terms of the future, then, so you guys, if you hit the goal, it's what it's twelve days away now. When do you expect to start this thing rolling? Um, we're I'm a, we're going to film a teaser tonight. I'm down here at the set right now, yeah. so we're going to film a teaser to try to get that out in a few days, and then um, production will start in a month. And is it going to be, what way you guys plan on releasing this? Uh, we don't have an exact release date right now. Um, yeah. With with everything going on in the world and COVID and, and schedules, now all these actors are starting to get back to work. They're starting to do conventions again. And so scheduling has become pretty, pretty sporadic. So trying to get the right people on the set at the right time together um, is proving a little bit challenging um, yeah. just because everyone's year is getting booked up pretty quick. So we want to make sure that we get every shot we need and get it done right. So it may require us to push it out a little bit. Um, but ideally sometime in a year, um, this time next year, perhaps uh, maybe a little bit earlier is ideal, but we'll, uh, we'll definitely want to make sure that we have it right before we put it out. Yeah. And you guys are going to, are you going to go on video on demand with this stuff and DVDs for people depending on their, what they pick in the, the crowdfunding? Yeah, it'll be it'll yeah. be free on YouTube, um, always free on YouTube. And then we we'll, we do have the 
pre-orders for the Blu-rays and DVDs right now on the Kickstarter. So you can go ahead and, and grab those if you want, and then we'll send that to you as soon as it's it's out and um, and ready. So, yeah. Um, what's the last year, I suppose, been like for you? I suppose you're normally used to doing conventions and things like that, but things are starting to move along nicely over in America now, aren't they? Yeah. So over the last year, I had a, I had eight conventions that were set, and all of them yeah. got postponed. Um, a couple got canceled altogether, and the convention went under. Um, but they're they got pushed out and rescheduled um i had several films lined up that i was going to do outside of friday the 13th and those got postponed as well um, while they're trying to figure out how to do COVID on set and everything and so it's starting to pick back up i just did a convention in in chattanooga tennessee last weekend which was great um the people there were lovely and amazing um and then i have uh, a couple more coming up so and then we'll be filming so the rest of my year is is pretty pretty book solid yeah what's your experience like at conventions because i love the fact like i'm a huge horror fan as well and i had ari layman first jason on the podcast a couple of weeks ago we're talking about like isn't it amazing that rock kind of have this cult following of fans you know you don't get say comedy conventions or different things like that like it's amazing to have like a, a horror convention you know we had one over in ireland a few years ago but ari was here but i didn't know about it it wasn't it was kind of poorly advertised at the time. So I was only living maybe 20 minutes from where this convention was on. Oh. And I didn't know about it till four years later. Wow. You know, the great cast, they had like uh, Alex Vincent was there. Ari was there. Uh, there was a few other big names there. I can't think off the top of my head, but what's, what's the experience like at doing those things and meeting the, the fans like face to face? Yeah. Um, first off, Ari's great. I love Ari. Um, yeah, done, a couple of, done a couple of uh, projects with them and stuff. And he's, <laughs> He's a great guy. Um, we so the conventions are it's just different depending on where you are. Some are yeah. really busy. Some are a little slow right now with COVID going on. You know, it's, it's picking up a little bit. Not everyone has the the money to be able to go have fun like that right now. But but people are out there supporting it, and it's really great for me. It's it's very surreal. Um, it's it's amazing. Cause you know, I'm, I'm sitting here with a lot of different celebrities that are signing autographs and, uh, and here I am signing autographs too, which blows my mind that yeah. people want that. Um, and I guess that, you know, we did a good enough job that people find value in that. And, and then I'm able to, to raise a few bucks for the movie and uh, put yeah. that back into the production. So, um, it's been a great little piece to help, um, yeah. fund the, fund the movie to get the next one going, but it's, it's just phenomenal and the people are amazing and when they talk to you i mean we i get a lot of people coming up and how how myself or me and the team had inspired them to either make their own movie or inspired them in other ways and it's it's like wow this this fan film that we just did out of the love of the the franchise and, and everything it's really sparked a lot of um imagination or, or a lot of creativity sparked something in people and and they appreciate it. And so it's just, it's really great to, to meet all these people um, and people that you talk to online. It's just, I don't know. It's, it's a blessing to me. It's really yeah. nice. And you're, you're always very active on social media, kind of pushing this project. Like I've seen you, you've got great TikTok pages, you're on the Facebook group, Instagram, stuff like that. So you're really pushing this and it's very important these days, isn't it? To advertise online. It, oh, it is. And then I mean, like on TikTok, 
uh, you know, I, I do a lot of my TikTok is just answering questions. You know, people yeah. ask me questions and talk about it. And then, um, and I've gotten a lot of people who never watched Friday the 13th ever. And they come along and they see my, my page and the fan film page and, and, uh, and they go watch it and they, they get excited. And I get messages almost daily where they said, well, you know, I've never watched it before. Now I'm going to go back and watch the, all of them because I was always kind of scared of Friday the 13th or I never thought about it. But then they go back and they watch the actual movies. And they're like, yeah, your fan film got me to go watch all these other ones. It got me into it and stuff. They said, you're such a nice guy. And you're so good to your fans. It gave me a new appreciation for the for the genre. So um, I feel really uh, kind of proud about that as well. That I represented the fan film in a way um, and myself where people took it a step further to go watch um, the work that's already been done before by others. So it's kind of nice. Yeah. Well, I'm going to put all the links to the to the film and to your own personal pages in this video. And it was absolute pleasure to talk to you today. I know you're a very busy man, but thanks a million. Hopefully we'll catch up again when the movie's about to hit. Absolutely. Thank you so much. I really appreciate yeah. the time and being on here. Yeah. Thank you very much, Jason. Thank you. Thanks. All right.